Welcome to the Weekly Warrior Podcast, where we are forging genuine human connection through fitness, health, mindset, and nutrition. Let's get to the show with your hosts, Jared Bradford, Connor Edelbrock, and Corey Mueller. Hey, Connor, I have a question for you. Yeah, okay. How does Chewbacca avoid a fight? He chews him out. That's a good one, but no, (laughs) it's he walks away. Uh. Welcome to episode 94 of the Weekly Warrior Podcast, everyone. And today we bring you a very special episode, as we do every week. But today is especially special because I'm joined by our faithful uh, hound, Annie, who's laying under the table right now, and my beautiful fiance, Connor Edelbrock. We're talking about something today that uh, is important. It's very important for all of all of us, especially as people who are striving for greatness, even with kids and jobs and annoying dogs and all of the things in between. We're talking about having a positive attitude and an open mind. Yeah, I want to know where this came from because you brought this topic up and I just want to hear. Yeah. How did this how did this come up for you? Yeah, I think it's it's something that is important for all of us to think about, because in at the end of the day, having an open mind to new learning, learning experiences and um, all of that. If you don't have an open mind, you're never going to learn anything and you're never going to move forward. You won't have an awareness about anything. And I, I deal with this every single day. I have to have an open mind. It can't be something where I enter into a work day or a day in general where I know everything and I can't be taught anything or there's not a better way to do something. Because there always could be. Mm. But if I don't have an open mind, then I'm not going to be willing to accept that. And I'll be closed off to some maybe really good, some really good feedback. Having a positive attitude, I deal with this a lot. Um, a lot of times on a daily basis, people who are, they, they tend to be more negative are A, not as fun to be around because they complain and it's just not fun. Mm-hmm. But having a positive attitude can change your experience. So something that's been recent is I'm working on this truck that we talked about in the last episode with my dad. And there's a lot of moments of sincere frustration when things don't go well and something doesn't work over and over and over again. And it can be really easy to be like, screw this. This is stupid. I can't figure this out and go and pout. And that's where you, when you have a positive attitude about something like that, it can change the experience and make it more fulfilling. And also just when those obstacles come, you know, as Jocko says, you can look at the obstacles and say, good. Like, you know, when we have to take the starter off four times of the truck and rebuild it four times and then reinstall it, it's frustrating, but it's also like, we had to be open to to that. And if we were just like, screw this, I'm going to have someone else do it. 
we wouldn't have, you know, made any progress and it would have been not, it's not fun. Yeah. It's just at the end of the day, it's like when you have a negative attitude, it's just not fun. And if you're not having fun, then you're probably miserable. And if you're miserable, then everyone else around you is most likely miserable. I'm, I'm just imagining basically you and your dad had a choice in that you could either choose to laugh about these things that are super frustrating mm-hmm. or the only other alternative is to suffer and wallow in the negativity. Yeah. And you get to, you get to choose and it be, and because you both chose to take the high road and say, you know what, this is frustrating, but it's also, it's kind of funny. Or at least one of us chose because not yeah. always both of us chose. Right, There's yeah. There were times where, he said, I'm done. I'm going inside. Yeah. And then I, I would keep working or I'd laugh at him because it was funny. Right. And he would pull it together. So now looking back on that experience, you both will remember that experience as being something positive. Right. Instead of something negative. And that extends into everything, whether you're at work and you're trying to figure out a problem or you're dealing with a annoying, I should say, difficult person to deal with. Um, or you're in the gym and you're not, you're struggling to hit the lifts that you want, or like maybe the scale, the scale isn't cooperating every time you step on it. You can either get down on yourself and say, screw it. And that oftentimes leads to a whole nother bunch of issues, especially with weight loss. Or you can say, okay, I didn't, I didn't gain weight. Good. You know what I mean? It's interesting because when you brought this topic up, And you said, yeah, I want to talk about having an open mind and having a positive attitude. I didn't initially, when you said that, I didn't think there was that much substance there. And in my mind, I was thinking, okay, yeah, this has a lot to do with the growth mindset. I instantly thought of, you got to have a can-do attitude. And it kind of felt a little cheesy. It It felt like shallow, cheesy like a, a tip to better your day. Yeah. And I just kept thinking there's nothing here, but then the more we talked about it, I, I really, really liked this idea and this topic and be, and because you have to be very intentional about choosing your attitude and choosing your thoughts. Yeah. It's really easy to be negative. It's easier to be oh my God, yes. a pessimist and whine and complain and, cry and whatever Why is that it's be- really human nature because it doesn't to just... take any effort to do that yeah you yeah it takes effort to be positive and to keep i mean to 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 keep going in the face of adversity it's like when i failed m coles twice yeah i had moments like you know in the day that i failed it's like this is too hard i want to be done i don't want to do this mm-hmm. but those are temporary feelings but it does take effort to say no mm-hmm. i am not going to accept failure i'm going to get up tomorrow and i'm going to yeah push forward that takes effort and not everybody can do that most people are miserable and they go through their day to day and not most people but some people are miserable and go through their day to day and hate everything they do but they never do anything to change it i can think but of they just prob- complain about yeah. it so i can probably think of a dozen people right now that i know that are the people that wallow in 
negativity. Do you enjoy do you enjoy talking to those people very much? No. Yeah, me neither. So that's why and I had this epiphany one night. I had had a rough shift at work and I was sitting and watching the sunset and it was like, you know, despite all this, it's been a little bit rough and it's every day is kind of a learning experience. With an open mind and a positive attitude, you can do anything. Mm-hmm. So that's what and this is like I said, everybody deals with this mm-hmm. and everybody gets to choose how they want to go about their day and what kind of attitude they want to have. Mm-hmm. It yeah. can e- you can either have a shit attitude and not get anywhere or you can have a positive attitude and open your mind up to some different solutions. Because if you have a negative attitude, it's always like, well, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. So I'm done trying right? instead of looking into some other alternatives. So we're going to provide some warrior solutions to staying positive and keeping an open mind ways to, to maintain those, that mm-hmm. attitude. Cause yeah. that is not easy. So Connor, you're going to start us off with the first one. What do you got? So the, the first thing that came to mind is getting into a daily gratitude practice. And I think, again, I think it's, I think this can sound very trivial, but if you go back and listen to episode number 23, when we, when we interviewed the five minute journal guy, a big thing is daily gratitude practice. His name was Kevin. Kevin. Yes. (laughs) Kevin. (laughs) But that's a great, that's a great interview. And he really hones in on all the benefits you get from doing daily gratitude. Yeah. And I would recommend at least when you first get started with this, make it a very intentional, concrete practice in that you do it when you wake up in the morning or you do it when you fall asleep at night and you physically write down, there's lots of different ways of doing this, but you physically write down three things you're grateful for. And it's amazing at the shift that starts to happen Mm -hmm. after a few days or a few weeks of doing this, because what happens, what happened for me is you kind of start picking up and highlighting those things that you're grateful for throughout your day without the practice. It's like a big, like when you do that, when you share gratitude, you find more things to be grateful for. It's the same idea with like sharing wins. Yeah. So like, when you're when you're doing well in life, you like share your wins, share them, because by sharing them with other people, you're inviting more wins yeah, to like come that. your way and also share your obstacles, because by sharing obstacles, you might gain knowledge from someone about mm-hmm. how to overcome that obstacle or like just get it out into the universe and get it away from your, you know, when it just stews in your brain, mm-hmm. all the for me this is like this breaks this practice breaks down to like sharing to like share your wins winners share wins and other winners want to hear about it and celebrate the wins because the it's just like it's a cycle you share your wins you get wins you share your wins you get wins. like it just keeps and it i i know this works because when i do it i tend to feel like man they just keep coming yes um and then when something maybe not so winning happens it doesn't feel like 
the end of the world because it's just a small little bump in the road and I can overcome it easily. Mm-hmm. And I'm also in the practice of sharing obstacles. If it's something I need help with, I'll share it and then move forward from it. And that's a win. I, I like what you said about the sharing piece. I think it's such a good way to put out that really positive energy into the universe. And usually whatever you put out, you get back in return. Yep. That actually made me think of, so at the gym at CrossFit Worthy, mm-hmm. where we worked out, they had a weekly ritual called Bright Spots Friday. Yeah. And every Friday, people would share their wins from the week. And they could be in the gym or outside the gym, but they would, we did it on the Facebook page. And people would just throw, I mean, really dump in all of these comments. And the more wins, the better. There was no limit. You could write as many wins down that came to your mind in that moment. But it was really cool because you really do start to feed off of other people's energy. Mm -hmm. Um, And this made me think of something else in that we started to experiment with this daily ritual of peak and pit Mm -hmm. at dinner time. So it would be, you just ask each other the question, what was your peak of the day? What was your pit of the day? But it forces the other person to highlight a really high point in their day, even if their day might have been shitty. Mm -hmm. It kind of forces your mind into finding a highlight. And then I actually, I I was thinking, man, maybe we should take away the pit. But I kind of like also sharing the pit because then it allows you to pick one thing. Mm -hmm. Tell me about one shitty thing, but then let's leave it at that. Yeah. Let's not snowball in the negativity. Let's identify one shitty thing because shitty things happen. Shit happens. And it's okay to talk about those things. Kind of like obstacles happen. But then let's also share a highlight of your day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sharing gratitude wins obstacles. Share it. Yes. So. Let's talk about the second thing. So the second thing is something that's some people get more from this than others, but I think the majority of people do find this really helpful is talking to a coach or a mentor. And Mm -hmm. I mean, you can say even go as far to say talking to a therapist. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so this is for me, it's like a weekly grounding meeting sort of, you know, you debrief the previous Mm -hmm. week. And then move forward with a plan for the fall, the coming week. And this is just a way to keep yourself grounded and focused on not maybe what you were lacking, but like, let's just say what you were lacking and then how to overcome those obstacles. It's also to share wins and do it's all of that. But meeting with a, a trusted mentor, a coach or a therapist and planning, having a plan yeah. of action. I think, I think there's something in scheduling this on your calendar every single week where you show up and you're ready to have a productive conversation. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can reflect on the week ahead. You can plan for the upcoming week, but this is, this is a, this is different from just talking to a friend on the phone where it might turn into a vent session. This feels different because 
when you're paying to meet with a coach or a therapist and it's scheduled and it's on your calendar, you almost prepare for it differently than you would if you just picked up the phone and called your friend and said, Hey, I just need to talk about my week. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Yeah. Cause you, you're, like you said, you're paying for it. So it's, I need to get some value out of this. Otherwise, what am I paying Mm -hmm. for? So, and generally the coach wants to be there to help you reflect, but then move forward. And if they don't, then get a different coach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I think that one's pretty simple. Having that time with a coach or a therapist or a mentor that's set aside and specifically geared towards how did this week go? What do I need to do moving forward and having a plan for those things? Yeah, I like that one. What's next? Yeah, number three. Um, I, I've i been thinking a lot about this idea of reframing our thoughts. Mm-hmm. So none of us are immune from negativity. We are all going to have negative thoughts. Yeah. And some of us are completely unaware of this mm-hmm. because we all have that that ticker tape that plays inside of our head. And you might not even be aware of the thoughts that are happening, the stories that you're telling yourself, mm-hmm. the assumptions you're making. Yeah. They just kind of exist up there. So a couple things under reframing. I think the first step is doing some sort of exercise so that you do bring awareness to those thoughts. So I always like really intentional practices, especially in the beginning, if you're brand new to this. So I'm thinking of things like keep a thought journal, carry around a little notebook or use your note app on your phone. And anytime you catch yourself thinking or saying a negative thing, making an assumption, telling yourself a story that may or may not be true, Kind of jot it down. Um, I think this can be really powerful in just saying, okay, for this week, I'm going to keep a thought journal and I'm going to really pay attention and do this thought work. This thought work is not easy to do, by the way. It does take a high level of awareness and intention. Um, Another thing I really like to do Mm -hmm. with people is I ask them to name their critical inner voice. Yeah. And the reason I do this is the act of naming that voice allows you to kind of separate yourself. And so you're able to step back and become almost an unbiased observer of those thoughts. Mm -hmm. And it's a good reminder of I am not my thoughts. I'm having these thoughts. They're part of me. Yeah. But they they are not me. They are not me. But it also allows you to see them a little bit differently. And so I always ask people to name their inner voices, which is, and it makes it fun too, because then instead of talking to yourself, because we all talk to ourselves, you can start talking to the inner voice when you hear it. Mm -hmm. So, all right, Sally, or. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another name. Another good inner voice name. Stefan. <laughs> Listen here, Stefan. Listen here, Stefan. 
but you can have fun with it too. Um, but I like, I like that, that exercise a lot. And then another thing you can do going along with this idea of reframing is once you become aware of those thoughts and you can identify them, you'll start catching yourself having those thoughts in the moment. And then it's good to see the counterproductive thought and then replace it in the moment, replace Mm -hmm. it. So let me think of an example. I... I might say something like, oh, I hate such and such. But if I hear myself saying that, I might be able to instantly replace that and say, no, I actually, I really appreciate such and such for this reason. Or, oh, a big one. This is a good one. Mm -hmm. A big one that we do is anytime we catch ourselves saying, oh, I have to go do this thing. We immediately say, no, 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 no. I get to go do this thing. And just by that act of, oh, I just caught myself saying I have to and changing it into I get to or I want to, it immediately changes your frame of mind about it. Yeah. Um, And then a lot of people, I I don't do this. I don't know if, I don't think you do this either, but a lot of people like affirmations and mantras. So they kind of have their go-to saying that they can repeat to themselves if something goes poorly or they have a negative thought. Yeah. I think depending on the place in life that you are, like I've, I've dealt, I've had that before. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think there was, I mean, it's like uh, when we went, when we were, when we were listening to Jocko a bunch, it was don't want to go work out. Good. Yes. Go work out. Like, or whatever, yeah. that was the whole... That became kind of your personal mantra. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just stuff like that that comes up. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah, it, and that, it's not like uh, I'm sitting there chanting yeah. this thing over and over <laughs> again like a mentally ill person, but it's more like something you tell yourself when something pops up where you can ground yourself back to yeah. your your mission. Yeah. Oh, so here's here's a good example. So I have... I have cards on my desk and I write things on sticky notes all the time. So I have a sticky note that says, don't give up on what you want most for what you want right now. Yeah. And so I'll have quote quotes. I think I'm more into quotes than mantras and affirmations, but it's nice to have those things in your back pocket or on sticky notes Mm -hmm. as just a way to remind yourself and surround yourself with, positivity yeah so yeah um all right let's talk about number four number four is pretty simple but it's getting perspective Mm -hmm. so a big thing when i read especially books about like world war ii or you know major history historical events where people have endured crazy amounts of um like physical, emotional, mental hardships. And then I look at the problems that I face and it reminds me, it gives me that perspective of what I'm dealing with isn't as bad as it seems because such and such has, you know, done these things under just a completely unimaginable circumstance and they pulled through 
and they can if they can do that then i can do this because mm-hmm. and it's not to say that what you're dealing with isn't difficult but it's reminding yourself how much worse it can be and how much people can meet the challenge mm-hmm. so when you look at it from the perspective the angle of this challenge is hard but look at what we can achieve when you put your mind to it or when you don't give up or you know whatever what what book what books or book have you read recently where it gave you a lot of perspective oh that's a good question i read the book by colonel david hackworth called the uh, steal my soldier's heart mm-hmm. and it was about the transformation of the hardcore recondos in Vietnam and these guys who are slogging through the jungles of Vietnam and getting shot at by snipers and all this stuff and the the things they were able to accomplish as a group of people despite their circumstances it's like man nothing that I'm doing even compares wow. to that yeah. or though we talked about the the apocalypse fitness stuff and that story of when people you know sailed their ships towards the island where the volcano is erupting and to save people mm-hmm. who are trying to run away from death it's like you know we're capable of so much more and you have to give yourself that perspective otherwise your problems seem so insurmountable mm-hmm. and mo- you know monumental but it's you have to remind yourself of what you're capable of as a human that's such a great way to zoom out and really exactly what you said get perspective that's not something i do i don't i don't read read books like that i read a lot of self-help books and i'll read a lot of books and listen to a lot of podcasts that kind of give me a pep talk Mm -hmm. and that makes me feel good but i like I like that one a lot and it's making me rethink some of my book choices. And it's not that you ne- every book you need to read needs to be like doom and gloom yeah, and whatever, but it's right. good to remind yourself of what we're actually capable of. Oh yeah. And what you can do as an individual with all of the things that we have available to us in 2021. Yeah. Like everything is as easy as it's ever been in yeah. so many ways. And we don't really have a whole lot of excuses as to why we can't be more healthy or be more fulfilled at work or whatever. People just like to make excuses mm-hmm. and they forget, you know, how to push forward and do what matters to them. Oh yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. So do you want to, Let's run back through the list. Yeah, we got four of these solutions. And the first one was sharing uh, daily gratitude, wins, obstacles. Peak and pit. Yeah, yeah. All, all those things to, to help bring positivity to the forefront. Well, number two. Number two is have intentional conversations with a coach, a therapist, mm-hmm. a mentor. These are productive conversations that you schedule and have every week or every month. Number three is reframing. So taking something and switching the perspective. So instead of saying, God, this sucks. Like, yeah, this is good. This sucks. Like, 
Yeah. Embrace the suck. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it feels forced yeah. at first, I think you'll be surprised. After a while, you just start to buy in. Yes, you do. Yeah. It, sometimes it feels dumb and forced, mm-hmm. but after a while, it does start to become your go-to. Yeah. Yeah. And then number four was get perspective by reading those really inspirational stories of hardship mm-hmm. that happens. And it really, it puts your own shit in perspective in perspective yeah yeah so those are four strategies to make sure that you can maintain positive attitude and an open mind and something that would really give me a positive attitude is if you would share the podcast with a friend or a family member or a coworker, because the more people that listen the more motivated we get and the more fulfilled we are and we really would like to to hear from more people. So share with your friends, share with your family members, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app that you listen to them on. And until next week, we hope you'll discover your warrior within.